tonight. Happy birthday, Miles Morales. Batman goes worldwide. And remember Pat McGreal and Samuel E. Wright. All that and more on the comic book edition of Multiverse tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 128 of Multiverse Tonight, the comic book edition. I'm, of course, your host, Thomas Townley, as I've been for the past three years. Yeah, we just passed three years on this podcast, which, you know, always always gets me thinking when, when you come upon an anniversary like that. It's like, where, you know. Do I do I keep going? Do I stop? Yeah. What do I do? I think I'm going to keep going. You know, I have I have you know so few hobbies and so few things that I can just you know reliably reliably do. I also find you know think this is good for my mental health. It, it gives me you know it it makes me talk it makes me confront people you know when when i go to a go to a comic con you know i think you know it's it's helped me grow now would i like to have have more listeners sure we all would 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 i like those listeners to communicate with me hell yeah would i like you know money cuz cuz frankly Everything comes out of my comes out of my own pocket, so you know you, you're lucky. I you're lucky. I have a good jo- I have a good job. That, you know, I'm not in, in any danger of losing at the moment. But uh, yeah, you know I I love more, and I I've known people who have who've walked away from podcasts for less. Yeah, they 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 don't they don't seem to hit it off, and they just give up. Well, I don't want to give up. Besides, if I gave up, I'd have to, you know, figure out what to do with all this stuff. You know? And, frankly, I like to play with play with technology. So, that said, let's get on with the Marvel Comics news. Miles Morales is turning 10 years old this year. The character first debuted in the pages of Ultimate Fallout number 4 in 2011, not before moving on to have his own story told in Ultimate Comics Spider-Man. The uh, characters for the this character's anniversary, Marvel will be releasing his origin story in a special collection titled Mar- Miles Morales Marvel Tales number 1. Now this issue will collect Ultimate Fallout number 4 and the Ultimate Comics Spider-Man Numbers 1 to 5, with a cover by Joshua Sway Swaby, Miles Morales' Marvel Tales will be out in stores on August 4th for 
and 99 cents. Disney CEO Bob Chopek is betting on Black, Black Widow on on theater screens and Disney Plus. Now, during the latest investor conference, which, uh, by the way, I am an investor, so just putting putting that on front street, he explained why the mixed strategy with Disney movie releases this year. Disney Plus is getting Pixar's Luca exclusively. Black Widow is getting a same-day split release with both Disney Plus and theaters getting the movie on the same day. And as, as well, Shang-Chi and the long-delayed Free Guy getting a short-run theaters before going to Disney Plus and Hulu, respectively. Chopek explained, quote, As we have seen with the domestic box office and to some extent the international box office, we're seeing some hesitancy to return that wouldn't look anything like normal in 2019. We didn't want to delay Black Widow again, but we couldn't put all our eggs in the the theatrical distribution basket, unquote. Now, he also went on to say that the company, quote, needed to prime the pump, unquote, by helping the theaters out by giving them some blockbuster films, even if they were getting a streaming release at the same time. So why the different release strategies for Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings and Free Guy? Well, Chopek explained that, quote, that that is later in the summer when we hope, we hope, we're not sure, that the theatrical marketplace will recover more fully, and that type of distribution makes sense. At some point, you have to step off the dock and onto the boat. We'll see how it goes, unquote. Now, in other words, this is a test, a test of the emergency broadcast system. I remember when you wouldn't get to see a film in a home release until like a year or more later. So could one of these strategies prove effective? We can be guaranteed that at least, you know, we'll see this strategy going forward and, you know, we'll see how far they take it. Aaron Taylor Johnson has been cast as Craven the Hunter for a Craven solo film. Now, uh, Craven the Hunter is one of Spider-Man's bigger enemies, a former, you know, crocodile hunter type type, uh, character who ends up hunting Spider-Man for real. The movie is set to be directed by J.C. Kander, and will hit theaters on January 13th, 2023. Now, Aaron Taylor Johnson isn't new to the Marvel movies. He he was just playing Pietro Maximoff in Avengers Age of Ultron and on the uh, WandaVision show. Black Panther's Danai Gura has been tapped to be the in the Disney Plus spin-off series Black Panther Kingdom of Wakanda. Marvel Studios hasn't officially confirmed it, but the Hollywood Reporter has found that her lawyer has negotiated her return as Ayoko in both Black Panther Wakanda Forever and the series. The script uh, for the black sequel to Black Panther has been described as very good by actor Martin Freeman. Loki head writer Michael Waldron hints that the series might have long-lasting effects on the MCU franchise. In an interview with Total Film, Waldron, on the question about if the series will affect Doctor Strange 2, he said, quote, That would just be crazy conjecture. All of these stories, in their own way, 
are interconnected and have ramifications. I think that certainly our aim with the Loki series was for it to have wide-reaching ramifications across the MCU moving forward. So, you know, was I having to clean up some of the messes that I made with Loki? Maybe so. Unquote. Disneyland's Avengers Campus Wants Your Money The attraction at Disneyland's California Adventure has a life-size Iron Man statue that costs, get this, $7,950. That's right, you can walk away with Iron Man. Now, if you buy it, uh, there will be no exchanges or refunds or returns, but they will ship it to you for a nominal fee, excluding Alaska, Hawaii, and internationally. You know, it might be tough to get Tony in those overhead bins. Now, let's go on to the DC News. Stargirl will be getting her own monthly series. A new Stargirl special has hit comic book stands, and at the end, teased that Courtney's story would continue on in Stargirl number one. The Stargirl Spring Break special number one sees Oliver Queen reteaming with the Golden Age heroes, the Seven Soldiers of Victory, to take on the Clock King. Along with Oliver is Amico Queen slash Red Arrow, Pat Dugan, and Courtney Whitmore also join joining up in the team-up, but with Stargirl and Red Arrow directly teaming up when they battle with Clock King, which takes a surprising turn. The aftermath of the battle leaves a lingering mystery that sets up the Stargirl series. Jeremy Irvine has been cast as Alan Scott in HBO's HBO Max's Green Lantern series. Now, the actor, who has been in War Horse and Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, posted on Instagram a picture of himself next to a picture of Alan Scott as Green Lantern from the comics with the caption, quote, We're very excited to be joining the DC Universe. Can't wait to get started. Hashtag Green Lantern, followed by the Green Lantern's Oath, unquote. The series will depict multiple Green Lanterns, including old favorites like Guy Gardner, Jessica Cruz, Simon Boz, as well as some brand new ones. Now, speaking of the series, the show's first two episodes will be directed by Superman and Lois's Lee Toland Greer. Now, it's being also written by Greg Berlanti, Mark Guggenheim, and Seth Graham Smith. Now, there's no premiere date or expected window for Green Lantern's debut on HBO Max just yet. DC Comics is putting out a new hardcover anthology for Batman featuring Batman stories from creators around the world. The graphic novel, called Batman The World, will feature Batman stories by top creators with those stories taking place in their home countries. The anthology will feature stories from and will be localized in the following territories. North America, France, Spain, Italy, Germany, the Czech Republic, Russia, Poland, Turkey, Mexico, Brazil, China, Korea, and Japan. Now, these uh, writers will include such such as such uh, writers as Mathau uh, Gabella, Pacquiao Rosa, Benjamin von Eriksberg, and uh, many more. As said, uh, there's a team from each country. Now, each international version will feature its own unique art by a local creative team, and it hits the shelves on September 14th. If you'd like to uh, look at a list of the authors and and uh, artists involved, please go over to our show notes. Alfred Pennyworth will be getting his own comic book series. 
The comic ties into the Pennyworth TV series from Gotham producers Danny Cannon and Bruno Heller. Now here's the blurb. Spanning the years between the hit TV show and today, Pennyworth tells the continuing adventures of Alfred Pennyworth as an MI6 counterintelligence agent, this time in Cold War-era Soviet Russia. When Alfred and his partner receive intelligence that nuclear weapons are being manufactured near the Arctic Circle, they're off to infiltrate the remote military base to learn more. But things don't go exactly as planned, and the ramifications of this mission may be far more far-reaching than anyone could have guessed as our present-day butler gets dragged back into his past. Pennyworth will run for seven issues from writer Brian Wilson and artist Juan Gideon. It hits shelves in August. Now let's go on to the geek news. Actor Timothy Chalamet has been cast as Willy Wonka in a brand new origin story from Warner Brothers and the Roald Dahl Story Company. The movie, called Wonka, will focus on a young Willy Wonka and his adventures around the world before opening his chocolate factory. Chalamet will have the opportunity to show off his singing and dancing skills with several musical numbers. The movie will be directed by Paul King. Well... There's no point in finishing Netflix's Jupiter's Legacy if you've only just started it, as the show has been cancelled by the streaming service after only one season. Now, Deadline reports that Netflix has passed on season two, and instead, it seems that Netflix has set sights on the villains of the story with a live-action adaptation of Super Crooks. Now, Netflix has an anime version of Super Crooks in the work for later this year, now, Super Crooks is, de- is described as a return to the world of Jupiter's legacy with a ragtag gang of supervillains, con artists, petty thieves, and leg breakers who band together for the heist of the century and the most outrageous crime story you've ever seen in your life. Crime pays, and they're going to prove it. Some people just want to have the time of their lives and make a little dirty money while they're doing it. If the superheroes get in the way, they're going to be spitting teeth. Now, while Super Crooks does take place in the same universe as Jupiter's Legacy, there is no word on if some of the characters from the Jupiter's Legacy show could migrate over to Super Crooks. Nintendo is planning on opening a a museum dedicated to itself. Nintendo plans to renovate its Oji Ogara plant. Now, this plant was built back in 1969 and is now empty. Previously, it was a customer service center for product repairs and a playing card manufacturer. The decision aligns with the city of Yuji's own plans for the area. Nintendo plans to have it transformed into its museum by 2023. The Boss Baby sequel, the Boss Business, Boss Baby Family Business, will debut on Peacock as well as in theaters on opening day of July 2nd. The movie sees Tim, played by James Marsden, and his boss baby little bro Ted, Alec Baldwin, have become adults and have drifted away from each other. Tim is now a married stay-at-home dad, and Ted is a hedge fund CEO. But a new boss baby, with a cutting-edge approach and a can-do attitude, is about to bring them together again and inspire a whole new family business. Tim and his wife Carol, played by Ava Longoria, the breadwinner of the family, live in the suburbs with their super-smart seven-year-old daughter Tabitha, played by Ariana Greenblatt, and adorable new infant Tina, played by Amy Sedaris. Tabitha is at is the top of her class at the prestigious Air, Air, Acorn Center for Advanced Childhood. However, Tina 
is really a top-secret agent for Baby Corps, on a mission to uncover the dark secrets behind Tabitha's school and the mysterious founder, Dr. Erwin Armstrong, played by Jeff Goldblum. The Powerpuff Girls live-action pilot is being sent back for a redo. A new pilot will be shot for the CW later this year and will star Chloe Bennett, Dove Cameron, and Yana Peralt, who are all expected to return in the roles of Bubbles, U- Bubbles Blossom, and Buttercup Utonium, and Donald Faison as Professor Drake Utonium. Now, the series will be about the trio of girl superheroes grown up and regretting their lost youth fighting criminals. The cartoon is based on the show that ran on Cartoon Network from 1998 to 2005. Amazon is buying MGM Studios. Now, this deal is worth $8.45 billion plus debt. This deal is the second biggest for Amazon, and it goes through, if it goes to regulatory approval, it would give Amazon a large catalog of content, including James Bond, Pink Panther, and The Adams Family, as well as Rocky, Robocop, and Stargate, and much more. Pat McGreal, and now some sad news, Pat McGreal, S. Eisner nominated writer for Vertigo and Disney Comics, has passed away. McGreal started working for Disney Comics, writing stories featuring The Little Mermaid in 1991. Now, after he wrote Di- he wrote Disney comic stories for Egmont Comic Creations, a Danish company that produces Disney material throughout the world, many of which were reprinted in the United States by many companies who had the rights to Disney comics over the years. His wife, Carol, became his official co-writer in Disney stories in 1997, and they created many new Disney comic book stories outside his Disney work. Now, Pat wrote, uh, also wrote many acclaimed Vertigo series and graphic novels, including Kiroskuru, The Private Lives of Lives of Leonardo da Vinci, Veils and I, and Paparazzi, and was nominated for an Eisner Award for Kiroskuru. He also got to work on Simpsons comics and a few fill-in issues of The Flash. Now, outside of comic book writing, he's he was a past president of the Comic Art Professional Society, Patrick, Pat McGreal, was 68 years old. And finally tonight, voice actor Samuel E. Wright has passed away. The actor might best be known for the voice of Sebastian the Crab in Disney's The Little Mermaid. Samuel was born on November 20th, 1946, and starred on Broadway in Jesus Christ Superstar in 1971. He acted in the 1988 movie Bird as Dizzy Gillespie, and also appeared in episodes of The Cosby Show, three episodes of Law and & Order, and much more. Now, in 1989, he was cast as Sebastian, a role that he would do again and again on the direct video sequels The Little Mermaid 2 and Ariel's Beginning, as well as the TV version of The Little Mermaid, Marsupilami, Raw Toonage, Disney's House of Mouse, and several Disney video games. Mr. Wright was married with three children. Samuel died of prostate cancer, at his home in Walden, New York, on May 24th. Samuel Wright was 74 years old. And that brings us to the end of the comic book news. Now be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter, at Multiverse Tom, also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to contribute to the show uh, financially, check out our show notes, visit our T Public store for t-shirts and more, and check out the brand new MultiverseTonight.com, head on over. If you're a subscriber, thank you. Thank you very much. Be sure to share us with your friends or your blood enemies. 
whatever you prefer. If you're brand new to the show, please hit that button. Be sure to subscribe or follow and leave us with some feedback and let us know how we're doing. Now, special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Now, thanks for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in just two weeks with a brand new sci-fi and comic book edition. Now, please exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved.